0: Brought to you by Business Fights Poverty. Hello and welcome to Business Fights Poverty Spotlight Interviews. I am Katie Heisen, Director of Thought Leadership. Each week, these interviews provide you with the insights from a different perspective of Business Fight Poverty Network, giving you first-hand understanding of how businesses and others are working on some of the world's biggest social challenges. Today, I am joined by Natalie Deacon. Natalie has devoted the majority of her career to PR and communications, but having been working at Avon for a number of years, she has recently taken on the role as Executive Director of Corporate Affairs and Sustainability, as well as the President of Avon's Foundation for Women. During this podcast, we explore why she is so committed to Avon and to women in general. Our conversation is also recorded during the first few weeks and months of the COVID-19 global pandemic. Natalie will share with us what this means to a company like Avon to the five million people who work for them and beyond. Natalie, welcome. Thank you so much for
1: inviting me to be on the podcast. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Oh, it's great to have you. So many people will have heard about Avon, but I have a suspicion that a few might be thinking about the sort of 1950s Avon lady. Natalie, can you give us a bit of an update of what the modern Avon company looks like?
1: Absolutely. So Avon was founded over 130 years ago on the premise, on a very modern premise, actually, of women setting up their own businesses and selling to other women through their social network. So 130 years ago, or even 50 years ago, when the Avon Calling campaign was so well known, women's social networks were very different to what they are today. But of course, today, yes, we still have some representatives who are using our brochure and selling in their local communities, but it's far more about women selling through their social networks. So essentially setting up digital beauty businesses and running their own businesses on their own terms. So that core premise of creating an opportunity for women to earn and learn has not changed. But how they do it has changed beyond beyond recognition, certainly beyond what our um, very forward-thinking founder would have expected back in 1886.
0: God, that's an amazing story, an incredible journey. And we'll come back to that a bit, I hope, in this conversation. For people listening to this podcast, we are recording this as the world tries to grapple with coronavirus. Natalie, what does this mean for you and for Avon?
1: It means a number of things. Firstly, there is support for our Avon representatives. We have 5 million Avon representatives out there and we have a responsibility to help them keep their businesses and their income up and running. So really pushing forward with our digital tools, creating online social spaces and communities where they can continue to connect because it's all about relationships. You know, the selling comes secondary to that. And making sure that we are able to continue to deliver. So for areas that are on lockdown, making sure that we can still enable our representatives to connect with their customers who have a lot of personal care needs. Yeah, this is anything, yeah, not just lipstick, it's you know, anything from deodorant through to, to shampoo, make sure we're still able to deliver to meet their needs. So that's one really important element of what we're doing. Avon, much more broadly. Stands for women. And women are already being disproportionately negatively impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. And that's because of existing inequalities that exist all over the world. We frequently see that crises, that pandemics, that restriction of movement has a disproportionately high impact on women. So, one of the things that we are going to be doing is to make sure we are creating awareness of the impact on women. And in particular, we do a lot of work to support charities who are providing services to survivors of domestic violence or violence more generally against women and girls. And whilst self-isolation is what we need right now to protect the world, to control the pandemic, it causes some real challenges for people who are vulnerable, who are in difficult situations, who may be trapped with their abusers. So there's a really big piece of work for us to do there to fund some of our service providers. So at the moment, we're in a position where domestic violence, refuges, hotlines, helplines are seeing a huge spike in a need for their services, but funding is dropping away. So to support them and really importantly through our network to signpost the issue, to socialise this as a, as a problem, to show people and guide them on where they can do, go to for help and how they can make a difference to other people.
0: So anybody listening to this, if you want to get in touch or find out more, we'll put those links into the notes section that sit alongside this podcast. Natalie, just thinking about your career, and which is what our podcasts are often about really, they're sort of part about the person and part about what you've been working on. You've been working with Avon for a number of years. What are the things that you're most proud of um, to be working on now, but also sort of in that journey?
1: One of the things I think I've really always taken for granted is at Avon is working for a company that champions women. And you know, I personally was brought up by a single mother who you know, continues actually to look after me and my husband and our kids. And I've always had very strong role model, female role models in my life. And actually, that continued very much into my career. I started out working in PR and had some very strong uh, female role models there. Uh, so it almost felt like a natural progression when I found myself at Avon, which prides itself on being the company for women and championing the well-being, health, safety, personal needs of women. So for me, it's been a 15 year journey at Avon and an amazing journey. And I have stayed for this long because there has been so much great work to do. And I've had lots of different challenges along the way and have really as a professional being being able to evolve from somebody that came in to run the PR team and do PR events about our new lipstick or our fragrance, which was amazing. I have to say, a really, really wonderful time. Through to managing our corporate communications and corporate affairs, and now really looking at how do we drive forward our sustainability agenda in the broadest sense, and how do we really embed corporate responsibility, and in particular our women's strategy across the business. We are. I'm so proud of the core premise of Avon, which is about creating opportunities for women to earn and learn and how can we continue to push that through. But also with the broader women's causes we support, whether that's breast cancer and violence against women and girls, where we've raised over a billion dollars for charities worldwide, it's still so much more for us to do there. So we launched our Stand for Her campaign last year, which ultimately aims to build a better world for women through women. And we're really looking at how can we galvanize our network of five million representatives to make sure that we're always on her side.
0: Natalie, I want to talk a bit more about that career of yours. Um, So you've moved from PR and as you said into sort of communications and now you're the executive director of corporate affairs and sustainability at Avon, as well as the president of the Avon Foundation for Women. What's really motivated this journey for you? And why is the sort of inclusion of sustainability and those kind of real social impact pieces so important to you? I am
1: so lucky. I get to work on amazing stuff. For me, it was a very natural progression from communications to broader corporate affairs. So I'd been involved in a lot of our cause marketing work at Avon through my years in PR and corporate communications. So it was a very natural move to to grow. Something that I think is really important to me is that none of this exists in isolation. So if we're looking at Avon's total corporate responsibility, that has to look at our women's strategy. It has to look at what we're doing from a sustainability perspective because all of these things are linked. This is about women and the world in which they live, whether that's the societal pressures, the economic pressures, or the physical environment that they're in. And there are some really interesting connections there. So big body of research showing the positive impact that women can have on environmental sustainability going forward. Female farmers tend to be more productive and less resource in intensive than male farmers, for example. If we can increase the number of women and girls in STEM, we can drive more long-term sustainable solutions to some of the environmental pressures that we face. So this is all linked. And when I think sustainability, I don't just think environment. I think about building a sustainable world for women and their families. we, We have a strong focus on women, but this is about the world because of the ripple effect that women have not just on their families, but their communities and society uh, and the world in general. You may have heard the term, you know, if you empower a woman, you can change the world. And I really think that's true.
0: Thank you. And has sustainability always been part of the communications role for you? Or have you seen this area grow as over time as you've been in your career?
1: Yes, sustainability is uh, new to me and is certainly being looked at much more seriously at Avon. So building a sustainable world, doing things in the right way, of course, has always been really, really important. But actually, in the beauty industry right now, sustainability is a really, really exciting area. And it's something that we're building because whether it's looking at our packaging, whether it's looking at our carbon footprint, whether it's looking at our formulations, There's a really big opportunity around what is sometimes called green beauty, sometimes called clean beauty. There's a lot of misunderstanding about what we mean when we're talking about those things in terms of are we talking organic ingredients? Are we talking sustainable ingredients? Are we talking about naturals? Are we talking vegan? It's a really, really exciting area to work on sustainability in beauty right now is really interesting but as I say for me sustainability goes much more broadly than than pure environment it's looking much more broadly at how do we create a better world
0: I feel like it's a bit of a kind of watch this space Natalie I feel like you guys might be sort of talking about some very exciting more exciting things going forward as well I always like to pick the brains of the people I get to talk to to just see what you think about the world in general a bit more, actually. And I was just wondering whether you'd mind sharing what you think are your kind of top trends for work at the moment.
1: First up, I would pick up where I just left off in terms of sustainability in the beauty industry. The beauty industry is changing beyond recognition right now with a lot of small, disruptive organisations, very transparent over their ingredients and their sourcing. And they are really setting the bar and laying down the challenge. And we are developing some really great new lines and products in response. So, we lo- launched our first new eco conscious vegan range distillery last year. There's much more of that to come as we go forward. So, environmental sustainability in beauty whether that's about what goes into the products of formulation, whether it's about packaging and making sure that we are reducing our use of plastics whilst not at the glass so much so that it impacts our carbon footprint. Yeah, that's a really exciting area. Yeah, Avon is probably where the traditional model was very much selling through an Avon brochure. So we set up a paper promise several years ago and have just hit the benchmark of making sure that 100% of everything we produce is now either recyclable or sourced from responsible sources so so the first one would be environmental sustainability second one in terms of top 3 trends the role of women and how that is changing we saw rather depressingly at the end of 2019 the latest world economic forum data showing us that we are still a century away from gender equality. There is still such a really big task to do there. And I think we're seeing more progress, but still nowhere near enough. So for me, a really important trend is around making sure we're pushing forward, not just talking about equality or not taking it for granted that things are changing because they're not changing quickly enough. And then the third trend is it all about changing work patterns and who knows how things are going to change moving forward in terms of more working, particularly as people have had to get used to it through the COVID-19 outbreak and self-isolation and through changing work patterns and the the end of the nine to five, the rise of portfolio careers and more entrepreneurship. So that is a really interesting area, I think, as we go forward. And Natalie,
0: What would be your career advice to someone who's listening to this podcast today?
1: Try things, take opportunities, don't say no. And I think that seems may may sound obvious, but I reflect on my career and I feel lucky that I've had a lot of opportunities and, and opportunities to grow. But it's also about putting yourself out there, getting yourself in the right position and then taking advantage of any opportunity that comes your way. So I think it's about saying yes to great opportunities. And that might sound obvious, but I think all too often it's easy to be a little bit uh, reserved about capability, particularly for women. You know, I don't want to get too much into imposter syndrome, but I certainly think there is a tendency to, to look at what you can't do rather than what you can do. So take the opportunities, grab them, just say yes.
0: Ah well Natalie Deakin, thank you very much for your wise words and your great advice to us today. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed speaking with you, Katie. And if you like what you've heard today, please do rate and subscribe to us. I would also love to hear your feedback, so please do drop me a line at any time. I'm Katie at businessfightspoverty.org. Many thanks. Brought to you by Business Fights Poverty.